welcome to the Immigrant Bag podcast. I'm your host, Modupe Oguyemi. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about one thing that affects every single immigrant in every part of the world, and that is money. <laughs> I should actually do a drum roll around there. <laughs> yes, money. Now, before we go on, it's very important that I put out this disclaimer. I am not a financial advisor. Everything I say is for education and entertainment purposes only. Investing and money management comes with risks and you should do your own due diligence or consult your financial advisor before making any financial decisions. Okay, that said, on this podcast, I'll be talking about financial literacy as I am equally learning it on my personal immigrant journey. Now, this is the very first episode and it came about because um, one, I'd been thinking about doing a podcast for a while, but then two, because I was chatting with my niece recently about how immigrants need to learn, need to prioritize the learning of how the financial system works in, in the countries that we immigrate to, because in many instances, the system, the financial system and, and the way it works in our new countries of residence is very different from the places that we are coming from and and you know, our, our home countries. Um, so yeah, uh, we were in the middle of this interesting conversation when she just said, she just, she just turned, looked at me and said, why don't you do a podcast? This would be great content for a podcast and I think you should consider it. And I was like, you know what girl? I've been thinking about it for a minute and maybe this is just a, <laughs> maybe this is the nudge I need to actually get up and do something. So here we are. And the name of the podcast is aptly so because one, it is about immigrants. It is about securing the bag, getting the bag and understanding um, just how money works and how the financial system works in our, in our new countries. Okay. So I am an immigrant living in Canada. I immigrated here a few years ago from Africa. And one of the things that I found most mind boggling when I just moved here was how different the financial system works here. You know, for example, I never had to file personal income taxes before, like not even when I lived in Europe. Okay, I've never had to file personal income taxes until I came to Canada. Before then, I'd always just have my taxes deducted from source, you know, from my earnings. In uh, in my in, in Nigeria, I think we call it payee, pay as you earn. And you know, so that's sort of the system I, I was used to. I'm used to the system of, you know, you have a job. Yeah, you're in full-time employment and, you know, there are certain statutory deductions that your employer makes from your income and that's it. I have no business with the government beyond that. My employer deducts the taxes and everything else and they do the remitting. I just, I, you know, I get my net pay and I go my, I go on my merry way. But uh, lo and behold, I got to Canada and I saw that even uh, if you work full-time, your employer still deducts. Um, taxes from your pay, you still need to personally file um, your income tax uh, at the end of the year. Um, so for me, that was completely new. And if you moved here, for instance, from the US or from some other country that has a similar um, taxation system, it would probably not come as a surprise to you. But 
for many of us immigrants who come from a completely different system, a, a completely different financial system, it is quite the learning curve. And that is why this podcast is dedicated to immigrants. I mean, anybody can benefit from financial literacy, of course, but the journey is different from immigrants especially the immigrants who didn't grow up here, okay? Especially the immigrants who didn't come here at a very young age. So if you are someone who has spent a good chunk of your life in a completely different system, uh, and you've adapted to a completely different financial system, taxation system, all of that, you know, personal finance system, maybe I should say it's a bit of a culture shock, you know, but beyond a culture shock, it's a bit of a having to unlearn and relearn in order to be able to really understand the system and understand how to navigate the system. In my case, for instance, I came from a cash-based society, a cash-based financial system where, you know, you pretty much pay cash for everything and there's nothing like a credit scores and, you know, building uh, your credit score and, and all of that. Um, so that's completely different from the society and the, the financial system that I now live in here in Canada, where, you know, it's a credit based system, you know, here, uh, things like credit scores and all that are really huge. So imagine that, you know, for the first few decades of my life, I never, I didn't have a credit score because I didn't need a credit score. You see what I mean? Cause I lived in a completely different financial system. And then, and these are the, you know, sort of differences that, immigrants, a lot of immigrants, people in my shoes, some of the, I would say, learnings that they need to um, acquire in addition to um, learning how the corporate system works if you're a nine to fiver, uh, like most of us are, uh, learning how to work in the in a Canadian workplace and all of that. And this is a learning or this is a knowledge gap that I don't really see many resources for. So for me, I figured that I would use this podcast sort of shine a light on that for everyone else in my shoes who have the same set of challenges that I have in terms of adapting to this new financial system and, and navigating, navigating the system. So I'm learning the system myself. Like I said, I'm not a financial advisor. I have seen that knowledge gap among people like me. So I'm using this podcast to share the learnings and the education to help everyone else navigate this financial system that we have emigrated to. As immigrants, we work really hard. I mean, without question. And I think it's, it's really important to learn how the money we earn works within the system that we work in uh, within the system in which we're earning it. There are lots, lots and lots of resources out there for immigrants, especially new immigrants to learn how to upskill um, in Canada, how to get jobs in Canada, how to integrate themselves into uh, the, the workplace in Canada and, and all that. But on this podcast, I will be focusing on learning the financial system because once you do get that job and you do start to earn and income, then automatically you are in that financial system. And I, for one, I choose to learn how the system works so I understand it in relation to my personal finances, okay? So welcome, 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 and thank you for rocking with me. So today, let's start by talking about the supersized rate hike that the Bank of Canada did this week, 100 basis points. 
Good Lord. Now, if, if, if you've been following the numbers for the past few months, as I have <laughs> very closely, because, yeah, I'm, I'm all about securing my bag, okay? Uh, if you've been following those numbers, you'll know that inflation has been skyrocketing globally and central banks all over the world have been fighting to rein in inflation by hiking rates. Okay, uh, because the, the whole process of hiking rates is, is basically to help mop up excess liquidity in the market, raise the uh, cost of, of funds, accessibility to funds so that, uh, you know, consumer spending can be tapered a little bit in return that would help drive down the prices of goods and, and services. I'm not an economist, a professional economist will be able to explain that better, but that's that's how I see, that's how I interpret it in my own day-to-day life and, and how it affects me um, and my personal finances. Okay, so... Um, Rates have been going up in multiple countries across the world, from the US to the UK to here in Canada. It's it's the same story. And um, it is what it is. It, it does look like it's going to continue to go up until governments, uh, central banks around the world are able to put an effective lead on, on the galloping inflation. So the question now is, what does this mean for you and me? Okay, so before now, before this 100 basis points uh, rate hike that we saw this week a few days ago, we could already see, like, inflation was already impacting everyone. We've seen the prices of things shoot up astronomically for some items. Gas prices, for instance. My good God. And, you know, even though that has dropped marginally by a few cents, but goodness, it's still high. Okay? And then to the prices of everyday food and staples. It's, I, I mean, it was in the news recently that food suppliers here in Canada have signaled that they've sort of informed retailers that prices are likely to go up yet again. So think of prices of things like milk, you know, all those everyday things that you buy, groceries, you know, that you buy on a regular basis. So what these high costs and inflation and all of that mean for you and me, for the everyday people, is that the cost of buying the things that we buy regularly, that cost is going to go up. It's already gone up and we may not have seen the top yet. But in terms of this specific rate hike that the Bank of Canada did this week, um, they've raised the rate a couple of times in recent times to help combat inflation. But this was the biggest, and I think it's the biggest in a lot of years. (laughs) I don't have the exact number now. I, according to some new sites that I saw, I think, um, almost 40 years or something like that. But it's the biggest rate hike that Canada has seen in recent years. So what could the potential impact of that be in our everyday lives? I would say the most likely suspect or the most likely area that we're going to feel that hike in would be the real estate market, okay? I mean, we, we, we will feel it in a few other areas, but I would say the most probable area where it will be most felt will be real estate. And and the reason for that is because you can draw a straight line from the rate hike to the cost of borrowing money from lenders. So during the pandemic, the bank of the the central bank slashed, and not just the central bank here in Canada, the central bank uh, in the US as well, and a few other places slashed interest rates to the lowest we've seen in recent decades. I think it was as low as one point something or, or slightly less than that. And the roll on if rollover effect of that is that the cost of borrowing funds from banks and you know lenders 
uh, also dropped significantly. So that made a lot of money available to a lot of people. And that money found its way into the real estate market because a lot of people were able to access funds uh, in order to buy houses. And we saw how that played out in, in terms of the cost of buying a house in several markets here in Canada, Toronto, Vancouver, all of that. Prices went to levels that we've never seen before. And um, so, yeah, you can draw, draw a, a straight line from the rate hike to the cost of borrowing, because now with these recent rate hikes that the Bank of Canada has done, and this most recent one, the 100 basis points, the, the overnight interest rate has gone up to over 2%. What that then means as well is that all the lenders are also going to jack their rates up. So if, if you could get a mortgage for... Um, and I'm just winging these numbers right now. You can run the numbers on, on sites like rates.ca and, and all of those places. But let's say when the Bank of Canada dropped the rates to uh, about 1%-ish, uh, you, could, you could access mortgages from banks at 2%-ish, thereabouts. Now that the Bank of Canada has jacked the rates up to over 2%, I think 2.45 it is or something like that, the yeah, banks are also going to raise theirs as well, you know, so we could very well be seeing um, mortgage rates go up as high as 4.5%, you know, maybe even 5%, who knows, uh, uh, because it doesn't look like, if inflation doesn't let up, it doesn't look like the Bank of Canada is going to stop raising rates as well. So if they continue to raise rates, who knows how high the mortgage rates are going to go. Again, I am not a financial advisor, okay? Everything I say is for education and entertainment purposes only. Um, but one thing I, I personally think, and someone asked me recently, like, okay, so if you don't want to get into the property market right now, what are you going to do with your money? I personally think that now, more than ever, is when the saying cash is king rings very true for me. Um, I think for me personally, and this is not financial advice for anyone out there, for me personally, I think this is a great time to just sit on the sidelines, save your cash if, uh, if you're not already overexposed in the real estate market. Now is the time to you know, sit on the, side, the sidelines, save your cash, and let's just see where the cookie is going to crumble. Because at the moment, um, I'm not sure anybody knows how this is going to play out you know um so yeah i think it's a great time to save your cash cash is king it's also a great time to rein in your spending the way the market is right now the way the prices are high on virtually everything um it, it might not be the best time to go splodging on luxury things or uh, things that are not exactly essential it might also not be the best time to embark on um, capital intensive project it might not also be the best time to take on debt okay that's just me that's how i'm interpreting all of this and uh, we will continue to watch how things unfold we will continue to learn and we will continue to figure out the best way to navigate all of these and secure the bag. Okay, so that's it from me for today. I'm going to take my leave now. <laughs>
I say that as if I'm bowing out from your presence, which, you know, in a sense might just be what I'm doing. But yeah, um, that's it from me for today. Um, Till next week again, when I bring another episode of The Immigrant Bag Your Way. Stay safe out there. Keep your monies closed. Keep your friends closer. Keep your families closest. (laughs) 